Well, welcome to Your Living Life Legacy Matters, powered by the Faith-Based Cause Initiative. My name is Carvel Jones, as you guys might or may not know. I serve at the pleasure of our chair, Mr. Uh, Pastor Dr. William Reveley, and our CEO, Mr. Gregory uh, P. Garland. And so we have a real rare opportunity to really uh, introduce you to a very special person doing this uh, celebration of women, doing this Women's History Month. And just basically amongst us right now are just uh, people that are really pushing into that level of reaching out towards angelic qualities. Uh, you know, you have to be on this earth a little bit to actually be able to uh, understand what I mean by that angelic, if you would, uh, level. Uh, what we're sharing with you is that right amongst us now, we have people that really, when we talk about the work that needs to be done in the community, we talk about just that whole concept of each one teach one. We talk about that whole concept of really knowing the way. Once you know the way, you want to uh, show the way. And once you show the way, you want to go the way. Mm -hmm. And so we know that when we take a look at society in general during this pandemic, you can always see the individuals that really step forward with just the heart space to really want to think about someone else other than themselves. And so uh, we want to listen to their story. We want to learn from this story. We want to basically be able to uh, take some time right now in this very busy, busy, busy time. I always was wondering, how could a person be busier now <laughs> during a pandemic than they were before the pandemic? We don't know. But what we do know is that we have an opportunity to introduce you to a person who is a reverend uh, with the Holy Hope Heritage Church Baptist. Uh, she's been in the community as a corporate executive, as a caring, sharing person. And so uh, sit back, uh, don't relax. Uh, I want to introduce you to Reverend Estella. Estella. <laughs> Reverend Stella. Secrets. Secrets. And uh, I was just thinking when I thought about that, I talked about William, a uh, woman's uh, history month, I was thinking of. Um, Shirley Chisholm, oh. <laughs> you know, so I was going to say, you know, Shirley Secrets. <laughs> but can you share some things with our audience during this special time uh, of the month? Um, today, like every other day, is a special time. Uh, and the business that you talk about, because we're not able to go out and see people, we have to communicate more than on, online, on the phone. And my phone stays busy. Yes. Uh, people calling needing help. People calling needing me to uh, speak a word. Calling me to write a letter. Mm -hmm. So it's always something. But unlike any other month, this is just um, an everyday month for me. Yes. Yes. Well, Reverend Stella, can you tell us a little bit about um, your pathway, you know, in the early part of your uh, involvement in the city of Detroit, uh, in the, the corporate arena, and then your transition? I've been in Detroit for 55 years, um, 56 years, um, going on 56 years. And I um, came here from uh, Albany, New York. My original birthplace is Macon, Georgia. Okay. Um, but I moved here following my mother because when my mother left, New York coming here all of her children followed her here too 
I worked at Ford Motor Company for 28 years as a supervisor. I retired uh, with uh, medical issues. And then I... Uh, Excuse me, uh, Re Reverend Stella, you were a supervisor? Yes. I, I didn't know they had... Women supervisors. I'm sorry. I didn't know they women had women. Were you the only one? <laughs> I was. <laughs> yes, I was the only uh, black, well, that black woman audience? supervisor. Yes. Amazing. Um, for 28 years, I worked at Forest. 28 years? Yes. And I, uh, I was going to do 30 years, but I, I got ill. Okay. And because of that, I, I was able to receive a medical re uh, disability retirement. Okay. Um, I've always been busy in the church all my life. And... Um, started out at, at uh, Messiah Baptist Church as a as a deaconess. I went to Pastor Reveille when he came to um, uh, came to uh, uh, Michigan uh, because uh, the rule was in order to become a deaconess you had to be married to a deacon. Oh. So I went to my pastor and I said I would like to become a deaconess and I don't know what what I need to do to, to, to get that status but that's what I want to do. And he said well not a problem Stella. <laughs> <laughs> But I've been my, my, I call him my brother, but it's truly he is my brother. He's actually, we're actually closer than uh, my birth brothers are. Mm -hmm. And um, through so many trials, uh, he and I have had to endure. Uh, going on many trips with my brother, praying for people. We pray people up out of wheelchairs and going to the hospital. And, and uh, a lady, I remember going to the hospital, a lady was gonna get her legs amputated. And my girlfriend and I went and, and we prayed for her. And we got so f festive up in there until nurses and doctors was coming down the hall trying to see what was going on. Uh, but a month later, that lady left the hospital and came down the aisle with both legs. <laughs> oh my, what a, what a blessing. <laughs> and joined the church. Mm. So uh, I've had a, a very unique uh, experience with um, uh, pastor Reverend, and even though I've been in church all my life, I've never been as close to a pastor as I am to uh, my brother. And I call him my brother because truly I am his sister. Yes. And uh, I make sure he wants for nothing. Yes. So whatever he needs to be done, I make sure that it gets done. Well, you're certainly um, you're certainly a blessing for uh, not only uh, Pastor Doctor uh, Reverend, but also to the world. I believe because you know. Uh, as you get a little bit uh, more experience in life, yes. uh, you tend to reflect back on uh, people that have made an impact in your life. Yes. And what I've learned is to not just reflect upon those people that have made an impact on uh, your life, but look at the life around you right now. Look at everything that's happening around you right now because things could change. And you know, when I think of what you're sharing with me about your relationship with uh, Dr. Pastor William Reveille, I can remember the story of uh, going to the D.C. area with uh, Dr. Pastor Reveille. You go there all the time. And after I, after uh, him and I left D.C., I looked at him. I said, "Well, Dr. Reveille, why are you coming back to Detroit? I mean, you're you're a superstar in D.C. I mean, it's I mean, everyone just uh, it was amazing. People would come outside of their house, Dr. Reveille." Yes. Dr. Reveille, I'm like, whoa, yes. what's going on here? I think I'm with... Um, He's an awesome man. I must be with James Brown or an somebody. Awesome you know, man I don't God. know. Yes. So yes. Uh, we appreciate uh, the support that you uh, have always extended to our chairman, 
uh, this whole faith-based cause initiative, now uh, people are coming to understand. It's been a labor of love of ours for almost 20 years, and we're really about living, uh, helping people have their living life legacy. And we know in the at-risk community, that's a challenge. Mm -hmm. And that challenge faces us in twofold. Number one, we have an escalating number of brothers and sisters that are experiencing uh, individuals passing away. Yes. They can't even afford to bury themselves. Right. It's amazing. Right. We've learned so much from uh, our chairman, Dr. Reveille, uh, about things such as a cloth box. We never even never knew of, it, of yeah. that. So <laughs> we always just reach out and we ask our listeners to understand that we must talk about challenges that face us. We, let's don't hide them, okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, I would share with you that it was very painful, especially over the course of the last three years, as Dr. Uh, Revely, as a chairman of the faith-based cause, kind of threw water on our face and told us to wake up. Yes. You guys are privileged yes. because we've never heard of never paying, being able to pay for a funeral, right. okay? Right. And my family, but so what? Who cares about my family? I, let's care about the world. Yes. And so in the faith-based community, he is bringing a revolutionary solution to help each person be able to walk a little lighter and understand that whether or not their person that they know is uh, zero to 84 years old, mm -hmm. we can guarantee them, Yes. guarantee them that they will have dignity if they do fall along the way. And more important, everyone in their family will have that same benefit. And so we will launch that during this Women's History Month, but we wanna share with you that we know uh, who you are, because Dr. Reveille has told us who you are. I just haven't met you, but we, we know, we know. I mean, it's uh, it's not a, a week goes by, he doesn't talk about Stella, yeah. you know? And I just, I'm so honored and just so privileged to have a chance to just uh, not only fellowship with you personally, but give you to our audience because, you know, ladies and gentlemen, take time take time to enjoy what's happening this moment now uh, put your uh, phone down turn it over you know uh, we're going to be broadcasting live this particular message from Reverend Stella uh, and I want to share with you that we're going to also for our young people and their enjoyment we're going to put your bio right on our website so okay. they can take a look <laughs> at the okay. first I, I'm serious I'm, I'm sorry I've never met the first when you mentioned the Audible uh, building tree I'm like what a supervisor <laughs> yes. my goodness i think you yes. broke the glass ceiling i did and and uh, uh we're not always welcomed um as women first and we're certainly not welcomed as black women yes and so my my um co-workers were all white men mm -hmm. uh, that were not used to working with a black woman especially one as proud as I am. Okay. I never, um, I never bowed to anyone. My grandmother told me as a young girl that I didn't have to. Yes. Be proud, Stella, she says, you walk with your head up. And so if I was going to describe myself as an animal, I would be a palomino pony. A palomino pony? Palomino pony. I just walk with my head up and I just strut when I go. So when people see me coming, they pay attention. Yes. I'm like that uh, commercial when something something speaks, everybody listens. Yes, that's me. 
<laughs> Reverend Stella Seacrest speaks, everyone listens. Everyone listens, yes. <laughs> Have that um, God has given me something special, and I don't take it for granted. Yes. I try to be all that he's encompassed me to be. And uh, first and foremost, my number one um, job today is taking care of my brother. And so my members tell me, you spoiled him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Every time he wants something, I get on the phone and say, you got everybody just jumping, trying to make sure he's taking care. Yes, that's what I'm supposed to do. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, it's so uh, fortunate uh, for not just uh, Dr. Reveille, but for the world that you see the value in uh, providing uh, you know, the catalyst uh, behind what I believe is going to be great things that we all can do together. Yes. And what we uh, want to do is to really practice uh, the love that you have basically demonstrated with uh, all our community because we all have challenges, we all have idiosyncrasies, uh, everyone has their own issues, but love will conquer yes. all if we put that first and foremost. And we also understand this. There's always elements around us that seek to just do danger, uh, do, do, do dangerously harm to us that will basically strip down that whole just energy that you would have to extend love. And we just want to remember uh, Reverend Stella and the example that she has uh, lived. And so do you have any parting comments you'd like to share with us, Reverend Stella? I was listening to television uh, the other day, and uh, someone was speaking about having their own bathroom. So in every room, they had their bathroom. And I said, you know, we didn't have a bathroom for years. We grew up with an outhouse bathroom. Mm -hmm. And to have to be privileged to have two bathrooms now, I am privileged because I remember when we didn't. And I try to tell my children even about washing machines. So many things that we take for granted today mm. were not heard of when I was a child. Mm. We never had a washing machine. When we got a, uh, we were the first, first family in the block to get a washing machine. And everybody was so excited. Uh, we had the ringers, the roll ring that you put the clothes in. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited to uh, see that ringer. I would put the, the clothes in and it just, I, I, I couldn't turn the clothes loose, and I just kept letting it go, and my hands eventually went up in there. Oh, my so goodness. So somebody had to hit it to get my hand out. But when you get that newness, it's fascinating. Yes. And so to think back to that time and to look at where we are today, I feel privileged. Yes. And so love is, I say, a walking type thing because we love so much stuff nowadays. We love everything. We love McDonald's, we love Kentucky Fried, we love Buddy Pizza, we just love our cars, we love our homes, we love our clothes, but love is an action word. You know, you say you love me, show me. Yes. And that's what I try to do uh, with my brother. I try to show him love in action. Yes. Because many, many people have told them, told him that they loved him yes. and walked away from him. Yes. So I appreciate I thank God every day for my pastor. Yes. And the things that I'm able to do now as a minister, a woman minister, yes. I would not have been able to do but for him. Yes. Because when he came to Messiah, they didn't even let women in the pulpit, let alone uh, uh, for him to uh, 
license a woman and then let her sit in the pulpit was unheard of. It was only heard of after Dr. Reveille came to Michigan. So what an awesome gift he has put in my life. And because God has blessed me with him, God has blessed me to him. Yes. yes. Well, you know, that sounds like Dr. Reveille <laughs> always being the first, you know. I mean, you know, it's kind of like that uh, commercial when I was growing up and they were trying to pass in the, uh, the cereal around the table and everybody was looking at each other, why don't you try it? You know, no, no, you try it. They go like, well, let Mikey try yeah, it. Yeah, Mikey, you know? Mikey so eats everything. He eats everything. So Dr. Reveille has always yes. been an uh, individual in my life that never looks for, you know, uh, the following he looks for the leader leadering and um, we always say that once you have good leadership you, you just need good fellowship yes and so we continue to uh, ask uh, of our directors with the faith-based cause initiative is that again listen listen you know there's sage advice uh, with our chairman that's why he is the chairman yes uh, we know that we're way behind in bringing uh, wellness to our community yes. way behind yes. and anytime a person feels that they're doing a good job we point them to our website under the message of our chairman dr. pastor William Reveille where he cites the Center for disease control okay. if you really think we're doing a good job with the health and wellness of our community take a look at the numbers they're just horrible we learn as well when we take a look at the fact that as I came back from Seattle Washington to the greater Detroit area I used to always ask my mother often what were those little buildings that were popping up in the neighborhood <laughs> I don't know if they were like you know I don't know what was going on in Detroit they could have been you know I don't know the little weed plant building or it could have been like a, you know a, another fast food uh, or a convenience store and I was able to find out that they were dialysis centers yes and I'm like what yes I mean yes. why are there so many yes well I came to learn why there were so many and so uh, why is that like a secret I wonder when we need to know that most of those people are people of color yes I mean amazing and it doesn't hit you until it hits you yes uh, didn't understand that my father and brother and uh, our cousin Cyril, uh, you know, would take his father, take turns taking his father to dialysis. Right. I'd say, well, why does he have to go so many times, okay? Yes. I'd say, well, Carvel, they go three times. I'm three like, times well, a week. well, why? I mean, what, yeah. let's stop this. Let's do something to stop it. Well, as I share uh, with um, my particular um, chairman, Dr. Pastor Beverly, how that kind of, you know, hurt me a little bit he would say you know um, we need to do something about it and so we think that we have the something about it to do we'll be launching that this year with uh, our particular celebration of women and I want to thank you so much for coming in Reverend thank you my See, pleasure. Chris, it's just been a pleasure I, 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 I never knew this is my first time talking to you really face to face I know yeah I heard a lot about you but I've never met you yeah well, I I'm think I got you. sick just when you um, started coming back around past again it was when I got sick oh okay yeah well I'm so glad you pulled through and you're thank here with you. us I feel more confident on our journey of success thank you so thank you, audience, for tuning in. On behalf of our chairman, Dr. Pastor William Reveille, our CEO and chair, Mr. Gregory P. Garland, we want to bid you a very pleasant uh, day, and we'll look forward to our next time to fellowship.